everybody. It is Friday. It is Back to the Window with Scott and Scott, and I am Scott Steen, lead handicapper at winnersandwiners.com. And I'm your Scott Rochelle, senior handicapper over winnersandwiners.com. And together we do this each and every day. So, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's get it, bud. It's uh, Friday. It's April 1st. We're on a bit of a, a bit of a cold streak, Scott. Four farms in a row. That's unacceptable, my friend. Yeah. Well, by the way, JC asking if there's a coincidence between the farms and the hats. I knew, I'd say no, because we actually won our first th- couple of hats. Three straight plays. three straight with the hats. Now we've lost four straight. I knew that question was coming. I'm going to test coming. it out, though, because I didn't bring it. So I don't have it with me. So we're going to see what happens. Oh, that's right. You're in front of the shed. You're in front of the I shed. I could have brought it, but, you know, I forgot about it. We're going to see what happens. All right. Very good. Peter Wolf in the house. Tim Earl. What's up, Timmy? Don't... By the way, if you haven't checked out our baseball previews, they're all good, but the uh, the West is especially good because we had Tim Earl on there. Guy knows him some baseball, so there you go. T-Train in the hizzy. Good to see you, Tony. What's going on? Nice to be here. I, I know Peter Wolf went to the game last night at Madison Square Garden to uh, to watch A&M uh, rule, and that's, uh, we need better hats. <laughs> You're going to need a bigger hat. But... A&M, Scott, played very good basketball for about the first mm, 27 minutes or so. And then, uh, yeah, that was it. Tim uh, Tim says, uh, I look different. People were starting to mistake me for you. So I had to, uh, I wanted to make sure that you had your own lane. So probably the first time I've been without facial hair in a long time, Scott. Probably. Uh, How do you feel? Uh, weird. It's weird. It, it is what it is. Uh, I don't think, I'm not, I'm not sure the kids have ever seen me without facial hair. I had, a, I had a beard when my daughter was born, the first one, and she didn't like the beard, so I shaved, and that was probably the last time I'd been clean-shaven. So we'll see how long it lasts. My guess is not many. But, you know, that was my tribute to uh, to Timmy, and it lasted a year. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I know, dude, I know. Um, it's A&M beat themselves. Yeah, they did, man. They absolutely did. Uh, turned the ball over, stopped being able to make shots. Uh, defense went in the tank, whatever reasons. Yeah, that was, you know, it wasn't quite a, it wasn't quite a call the cops or anything, but you know, Xavier stuck with them and they waited for the uh, tide to turn. And ultimately it did. And like I said, they had an eight point lead. They had a seven point lead with about 13 minutes left, 30 seconds or 90 seconds later, Xavier had the lead and it was fucking on like Donkey Kong after that. They never were close to covering after that. So Brandon Kuba said Friday, I'm done with my job and I ain't got shit to do, but bet there's a man after my own heart right there. Um, this is the last of our double headers, Scott. We did, we've done six straight doubleheader days, so it's uh, nice to be wrapping it up here on a Friday. Of course, that means you got to stay tuned for the NASCAR show when uh, the over-under on Scott mentioning that he hit a 40-to-1 shot last week is going to be 6.5, so make sure you tune in for that. I'll mention it once. That's basically it. Just once? I'll mention it once, and then you're going to bring it up when you recap the week. I'm wrong. sorry. Here, um, um, Oh, somebody's calling. Oh, it's bullshit. That's who's calling, Scott. It's... I'll say it once, you know? <laughs> okay. Whatever. Uh, thanks, Anthony. At my age, I'll take, I'll take looking younger. Absolutely true. Where's Steen? Fucking Denver guys are funny, aren't they? Uh, love the baseball predictions. Thank you very much, Brandon. We had some fun. Uh, it's got a little baseball movement here before we get going. It broke right before we went on the air as the, uh, Chicago White Sox traded, uh, Craig Kimbrell to the Dodgers. What kind of haul did they get for a high quality closer like that, Scott? They got AJ Pollock. Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's right. And from what I remember, the White Sox traded Madrigal and about two other quality prospects. So indirectly, the White Sox traded 
about three or four prospects for half a season of Kimbrel and AJ Pollock. Yeah. Congratulations. Yep. Very good. JC Stone said Xavier was my kryptonite all season. Yeah. Not a surprise. We had teams like that where they just, you'd love them and they just, whatever you did with them, you'd be wrong. So I get that. Man, I'll tell you what, LA Dodgers, they go from Jansen to Kimbrel. Is that an upgrade, Scott? Uh, I'd say no. Kimbrel? No, I, I know. I know the Kimbrel, you know, whatever. I saw it a lot. Uh, I'd say no. Truth is, I think I actually trust Trinan more than I trust Kimbrel. Yeah. I like Gratterall more than I like Kimbrel, to be honest. But, hell, you needed help with the bullpen. You wanted to get a veteran back there who has experience closing. I don't hate the move for the Dodgers, especially since you are so loaded at every position group. Right. You didn't really need Pollock. So, I don't hate the move for the Dodgers. T-Train says, so much for drafting Trinan is my fantasy closer. Yeah, no shit. And you got to figure that'd be a good fantasy closer because you're going to get a shit ton of opportunities. So, yeah, not an upgrade. I agree, Tony. I agree, indeed. It's not uh, like I'm suddenly going to panic on the win totals for either team. I, I like the under for the White Sox going in yep. at 92.5. Yep. I still like it. Yep. And the Dodgers were 97.5, and, and I love the over because how are they not going to win 100 games? Yep, agreed. Uh, Dodgers still won't win at all. That's very possible. Yeah, that's um, very possible, but they're going to win 100 games. I agree. You look at that division, they have to do it. Uh, Bruce asking about the Villanova-KU game tomorrow, Scott. I think we've talked about this a little bit. I don't, you, want to make an, you want to make an official play here? I think we're both on the same side. I think we're on the- I, I already had a play that I on this a couple of days ago. I liked Villanova team total under. Okay. Line hasn't really moved. I believe it's still at 64 and a half. I think it's too high. I'm still going Kansas. No offense to Villanova. I know Jay Wright's a great coach, but when you're missing one of your key pieces for a very limited rotation to start with, I think you're going to struggle either with potential fatigue or foul trouble or both. But I like Kansas. I think they're a much better team. And with Moore, who's their second leading score being out, I, I can't take Villanova. I just can't do it. I like what this Kansas defense has done lately. Um, basically, they've been slugging everybody uh Creighton broke through but that was kind of the outlier as they've allowed in the uh in the tournament 56 61 and 50 of course they give up 72 to Creighton but that's still a damn fine defensive performance I think Jay Wright slows things down even more than normal he's absolutely going to do that he'll find a way to keep it close says T-Train well all right they won without more before back back in February uh yeah uh who'd they play in February without more uh was it KU no, I don't think so. See, that's, I mean, that's, I think it's, I think it's a uh, night and day difference. I think KU's. I guess the argument is they might have had experience playing without him. Yep. But then you get reacclimated with him and you continue to use your current offensive system, which now is completely going to pivot. I'm assuming Gillespie's going to take a lot more shots. I'm trying to think of where all of the scoring is going to come from bit of Samuels, bit of Dixon here and there. It's going to be a piecemeal job, but I think Kansas is just too talented. I agree. I think I think if you wanted – for me, if you wanted to take Nova, you take first half, um, I think Kansas ultimately wears them down, and that's not even – you know yeah. if, if they draw the wrong officials, if Villanova picks up some fouls, get into foul trouble, it, it could be a very long day. So I'm trying to see – I want to see what uh, game – I think it's correlated. I mean, I said I liked Villanova team total under – I think if you like Villanova to cover, probably take the under. 
because they cannot get into a shootout with Kansas. No, 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 no chance. Um, you want to talk about the uh, USA draw? Sure. What do you think? We got they had a pretty good draw. We got the we got the group with England. Anybody else in that group? Uh, I know Iran's in that group as well. Um, what do you leave down to Wales, Scotland, or Ukraine? And who's yeah. who's the other one? Is that it? No, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the three. Okay. So, what's the group of death? Uh, the group of death is not Team USA's. I actually thought they got a pretty good deal there. Uh, the group of death. There's really not many. I would have to go with the Germany-Spain one. Okay. I'm still not sure who's going to be the fourth team in there. Right now, you have Spain, Germany, and Japan. They're doing a playoff for the last spot. But if you have Spain and Germany in the same group, that's as close to a death group as they're going to get. Okay. Yeah. I mean, those are two top five teams in the world. So the fact that they're together is kind of nuts, but... As for Team USA's, they should realistically make it out of the group. Wales is definitely difficult if they get out of the play-in whatever situation they're in, mostly because of Bale, who's a very solid player. Iran is a very defensive team. They're not really good at scoring, so they kind of park the bus and try to win one nothing. So they might be annoying to potentially beat when usually they're going to draw. I'm just not sure Iran's going to actually win a game in this group stage. I think they might just draw almost every game. I'm assuming England's going to win the group because England's the most talented. I actually think the U.S. gets out. I think U.S. ends up in second. Okay. All right. Very good. Have you seen any odds yet? Any uh, short-term odds? I I saw to win group group B, Team USA is 7-1. to I didn't see odds to get out of the group. So that I didn't see. I saw Team USA to win the whole thing is about 100-1. to Give or take, shop around. I'm not picking them to win the whole thing. I do think they'll make the round of 16. That yeah. counts for something, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I think that after missing the World Cup last year, I think that has to be considered a success, right? Oh, uh, well, four years ago. but Or what was it last year? Last, Sorry, last World Cup. Sorry, I was looking at this. Okay, so Justin Moore... Canada got a decent draw as well. Uh, the U.S., I think, got a better draw. Yep. But Canada has Belgium, Morocco, and Croatia. Morocco, I'm tossing out. Belgium should advance because they're definitely a top 10 team in the world. The difficult part is going to be Canada and Croatia. So I think those two are going to have a battle for it. But the U.S., I think, got a better draw than Canada. They both could have done a lot worse. Okay. Uh, Brandon Kuba says, I saw today one of three MGM betters have chosen USA to win it all. Doesn't surprise There's me. some optimistic motherfuckers right there. Uh, I mean, the only problem with taking now is that you have to wait a couple of months before it actually starts, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, those are the same people jumping on the Jags futures. Gotta love, yeah. it. Gotta love the optimism. All right. So, uh, Justin Moore did not play on February 5th against Connecticut. That was an 85-74 victory for Villanova. However, it's a good win, except UConn lost to New Mexico State, so you don't know well, how good UConn actually is. Here's the deal. Uh they shot 60% from the field and they shot 54 and a half from downtown. Um they shot 95% from the free throw line. They out-rebounded them 28 to 20. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's going to happen against Those stats do not seem repeatable against KU. Um yep. so no now, co- once again, it goes to the point that Villanova can win without more. I'm not immediately saying they're dead in the water, but looking at probability and what I think is going to happen, 
I think there's a decent chance that Kansas covers compared to Villanova covering, in my opinion. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Uh, let's talk about, I think, Villanova and te- te- tease them up. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's not a horrible play. By the way, guys, not only we're we doing NASCAR, we got Allie Burns coming on the show at the bottom of the hour. So uh, that's always fun for a Friday and uh, kind of wrap up, put our best foot forward. Somebody said that we shaved our beards for uh, uh, to change our luck for Bet the Farm. I know I did. Uh, I'm, I'm, I shaved a couple days ago, so that has not been the case. Right. Backdoor with free throws. Yeah, it certainly could happen. Um, they have had struggles at the free throw line. They're mm-hmm. they're not horrible, horrible, but they've gone in some they've gone in some stretches where they've bricked them, man. No question about it. All right, buddy, let's talk about what happened yesterday, man. Let's uh let's check in on the Thursday action again. As always, guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. Appreciate it, of of course. Smash that thumb. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channels, both Mac both Max Wagers Network and Winners and Winers. And, uh, yeah, let's uh, do that if you would be so kind. Let's take a look and see what happened yesterday, Scott. It was, uh, it was quite a day. There was some uh, there was some bad beats out there, buddy. I'm not going to lie to you. We had to, uh, we had to kind of uh, narrow it down, but we did it. And uh, let's find out who it is. You know who you are, man. There were some guys out there that took it in the shorts, and there were some guys out there that took it to the bank. Let's find out. Who was who as we check out the very last one for the week? It's the Friday version of Call the Cops. All right, there it is. That's the siren. Pull it over, kids, because we are going to start in the NBA. If you had the Knicks on the money line going up against the Bucks, how about you, Brooklyn, led by nine points with 302 left? Once again, Scott, people packing up, grabbing their seat cushions. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got to play all 48 minutes. Here come the Bucks. Closed the game on an 11-2 run or closed uh, the fourth quarter on an 11-2 run because it went to overtime and the Nets. Overtime, not so much. Bucks, you're the winner. Nets money linebackers, that's no bueno for you. Call the cops. And looking at the NBA once again, if you had the Clippers plus two and a half against the Bulls, they led by two with 3.5 seconds left, not to mention the fact they led by 16 earlier in the game. The Bulls missed the three-point shot, so you're off the hook. Wait a second, they fouled him. DeRozan, good free-throw shooter, made the first two. You assume he's going to make the third one, and the Clippers will lose by one. Not no problem. Yep. DeRozan bricked it. They went to overtime, and the Clippers lost by five after overtime. Yeah. That is probably the worst beat of the night. But there's a beat after that you're going to talk about from the same game, which might be worse. Zubak. If you had Zubak under nine and a half points, Scott, anybody have that that you knew? Uh, I did. Oh, there you go. Uh, there you same, go. same game against the Bulls. Had seven points in regulation. Make that fucking free throw. We all go home with wins. Nope. Nope. Two or three. That sends us to overtime. Zubak, Mr. OT, put up four points in overtime. That makes 11, and that is more than nine and a half. If you had the under there, oofta, call the cops. Definitely not a fun time. Not a fun time at all. Well, there was some good news out there. The opposite, the opposite of call the cops. These are the nice, easy victories, man. You didn't have to sweat them. There was no overtime shenanigans. No bullshit. You know who you are because you were sitting there with a big, fat cigar. Relaxing in the rocking chair.
So the first one of you had the Hawks minus six against the Cavaliers. Was really never in doubt. Won by 13 at the half. We know Cleveland's been terrible recently. And the Hawks won by 24. There you go. If you had the uh, Detroit Pistons, 76ers, under 224.5, by the way. I had Detroit as a premium. It's the gift that keeps on giving, man. They are just absolute nails there, especially at home. But if you had under 224.5, you also had a nice easy win. They put up 104 in the first half. And I go, well, I just kind of need uh, just everybody to relax here in the second half. Don't do anything crazy. They didn't. They put up 92 points. Game landed 196. If you're not going over 200, you definitely ain't going over 224 and a half. Congratulations, because you were sitting in the rocking chair. And the last one, if you had the Jets and the Maple Leafs over seven goals, high total, but not high enough. Three goals in the first period can interest you in five goals in the second period. That'll do, Pete. So you somehow already cashed an over seven ticket through two periods, and the game ended up landing 10. Never in doubt. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, let's wrap it up with one more of these. And, you know, we talked about this game a little bit yesterday. You and I both liked plays from it, and we were both on the right side of it. Holy crap, man. If you uh, if you live across the river from where you are, Scott, uh, it ain't good. It ain't good at all. Let's talk about it just a little bit as we wrap up the week with a um, not mad, but good God. Every time I watch this team, I am disappointed. Uh, go ahead, hockey boy. So yesterday I was asked about my favorite hockey plays. I gave out two. Said I like the Islanders in regulation against Columbus, that one. And the other one is this one. I said I liked the New Jersey Devils to get their ass kicked by at least two goals against the Bruins. And I like and I like boy, the over there. Yeah, boy, did the Devils look awful. And go over. Uh, the Devils allowed eight goals last night in the first two periods. <laughs> And Boston decided to not care for the third. They didn't add any more. But I like the Bruins on the puck line. The Devils gave up eight goals and lost eight to one. A lot of awful defenses out there in the NHL. Awful. Just dreadful. Somebody stop a fucking puck, would you please? All right. Well, before we get Allie on here, let's talk about what's going on. We talked about one game you and I both like uh, are on the KU side there against the shorthanded Villanova. Uh, your thoughts on the total, bud? I like the team total under for Villanova, so I'm going with the under. Okay. Win or lose, Villanova has to swallow the pace. I know that you just mentioned the 150-something point game between Villanova and UConn from a couple months ago. I don't really care. Kansas is going to want to push it. They're good at pushing it, but Villanova cannot afford to. They have to slow it to a crawl. Villanova's bottom 20 in pace. I expect Villanova to slow it down. Make it a grind. It's going to be an ugly game of basketball. I'll take the under. I wanted to see how many shots they took in that UConn game. Um, see if they, if they probably slowed. not many because they made everything. If they slowed it up, yeah, they only they still. So you're right. They did. They ticked just 52 shots. So that indicates right there that they didn't push push the pace. They were uh, obviously, like we mentioned, very very good. Um, I want to look up the shots against Houston. Oh, I'm sorry. That was I'm sorry. UConn took 52. Uh, Villanova took 49, bud. They took okay. 49 shots, even less. Uh, so here's the deal. Uh, 49 shots, they went uh, 29 to 49. Again, 59.2%. 6 of 11 from downtown, 54%. They took 52 shots against Houston, by the way. And uh, 21 to 22 from the line. The point is Villanova, whether they score a bunch of points or not, they're going to be around the 52 shot attempt shot yeah, attempt exactly. spot. Yep. So if you're looking at a situation, which we've mentioned with North Texas before, 
if you're going to reduce the number of possessions for both teams, I'm not going to take an over. Yeah. Now you could lose with an under because both teams might shoot the lights out, but based on just math, the less shots you take, the less likely you are to score points. So I'm going with the under. All right. Very good. Uh, Renzo brothers checking in Earl sports bets, checking in Uh rock and chair Bruins on the puck line. They win eight to one. Yep. Like it. Renzo brothers, uh, guys looking 10 years younger, uh, means plays. For, see the winning streak. That's right. That's exactly what we're doing. Here, I don't right? want to look 14, but thank you. New month. It was supposed to be a compliment. New month, new look. We're digging it, man. And we have a new sport that we're going to play tonight. Not a new one, but uh, we haven't played it in a while. Uh, Steve Nash played Clayton more than Drummond. Claxton got a decent amount of runtime more than I thought. The real brutal beat there with the Drummond farm play was that we got overtime, which was, I don't want to say a miracle draw. Drummond was on the court for pretty much the, in most of the fourth quarter. He was in overtime for the first two and a half minutes, no rebounds, and they pulled him for Claxton. Yeah. So, unfortunate. We had shots there. Just didn't work out. Uh, James Mounts in the house. Uh, Les Man checking in. So, Scott, what's your feelings on the North Carolina-Duke game? I know that no matter who we pick, we're going to piss off people because, man, there is some strong opinions on each side of this rivalry. So, um, we have no... You, well, you like North Carolina. I have no rooting interest. Well, time out. I root for North Carolina. So, let's put it that way. Okay. What, what's How's that different from what I said? Because I could like North Carolina, but I could not like them on the spread. Oh, I well, okay. I didn't mean like in the... Oh, oh so you meant fan. Okay, yeah. sorry. I thought you meant like is in who I think is going to win the game. No, no. Having said that, who do you think is going to win the game? Duke. Okay. I, I mean, I, I watched both games. Mm-hmm. Duke beat the crap out of North Carolina the first time around. Yeah. And then the second time around, Carolina was getting their ass kicked. Then had a ridiculous second half and ended up really reversing it and beating Duke by double digits. So I'm looking at Duke's overall roster, and I'm looking at North Carolina's overall roster, and I think Duke's better. Now, Boncaro is going to be the best player on the court. I know Baycott's a matchup problem, but Williams is still a pretty good big man. Future first-round pick. So I think that Duke can somewhat handle him on the inside. I'm not sure Carolina has many guys who can guard Boncaro, not to mention the fact that Roach has been really good for this Duke team and Moore's been okay as well. For me, Carolina really comes down to can Manic, Love, and Davis, mostly Manic and Love, hit three point shots. That's really the story of the game. I think the zone defense will give Carolina some problems. I'm gonna go with Duke. Okay. You I'm yeah. rooting for Carolina, obviously, but I'm I'm gonna be honest. I think Duke's the better team. You know, this is a uh, this is a real tricky one because if you look at the if you look at the season series, like you said, uh, Duke beat the shit out of them in the first game there in uh, Chapel Hill, and North Carolina returned the favor in a game that they were yeah they were really struggling. It kind of was similar to the KU game, the uh, the KU Miami game where they just kind of uh, slept walk through the first part of it and uh, uh, then they all of a sudden they woke up and Duke couldn't do anything. Uh, couldn't stop turning the ball over. North Carolina couldn't stop making shots. I think Duke's the better team here, and I get the spread. I think that number's pretty damn close. But I'm going to uh, I'm going to take North Carolina, bud. I'm going to take the points. 
I'm, I'm rooting for Carolina, so thanks for the confidence there. But yep. I just think Duke's better. Yeah, I just I look at this Duke team that you know really hadn't done shit towards the end of the season. They have had a nice tournament. They've got it together. Um, I just want to. Uh, and it's hard to get desire away from uh, actual knowledge here because I really want to send Shashevsky uh, home on a losing note. But uh, yeah, so do I. Is Duke loaded with future NBA players? Oh, uh, certainly see, lo- they're loaded it's tricky with one because Duke is weaker than most years. Boncaro is going to go top five. I'm not sure if he's worthy of being top three, but he'll go top five. Mark Williams will go first round. I'm assuming somewhere in the high teens, low 20s, but he'll be a first round pick. Moore, probably a second rounder. Roach, I don't know about. Loaded with with NBA players. I'm sure they'll jump around. I'm not sure some of them will be drafted. They might be summer league, you know, G League eventual, you know, 10-day contract guys. But a decent amount of Duke players from this year's team should at some point have a cup of coffee in the NBA. But they definitely have at least two first-round picks. Are you surprised they don't have a great point guard? Well, Roach has turned into that point guard. Where going into the season, they really didn't have a guy. And then Roach, out of nowhere for the last couple of weeks, has just lifted his game to another level, and that's been the real story. You can talk about Boncaro and Williams. The reason why Duke is in the Final Four is because of Roach, because he's been so good late in games. Okay, but I mean, his if you look at his stats, they don't pop off, they don't pop off the sheet yet. I mean, he hasn't... No, had... but fourth quarter, not fourth quarter, sorry, late second half, he's been nails in crunch time. He's been great. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at a guy that's... Hasn't had more than five assists and hasn't scored yeah. more than 15 points. So I think it's just more of a confidence late in games. He's not going to make mistakes. So you can argue about the assists and the lack thereof. But on the other hand, he's also not turned the ball over that much. Uh, Tim Earl is a big North Carolina fan. He says, Go Heels. Absolutely. I'm with you. And he said, Oh, he said, You're dead to him. That's weird. Uh, Roland says, thanks buddy. Um, I was going for it cause, uh, I'll, t- I'll take the young at this point. No question about it. Duke looked like crap in the ACC final. One time I actually bet them. I'm surprised they're still playing. Peter, I'm just kind of the same way. Uh, that's, I felt the same exact way watching them play North Carolina and watching them play in the AC- ACC tournament. I didn't think this team was going to go far, but uh, I had them yeah. losing to Texas Tech. Yeah, here we are. Yep. And I had, I had Kentucky going further than Duke. So that worked out well. Um, anything else from tonight before we uh, have Allie on here? Uh, not really. There's a lot of NBA games on the card. Mm-hmm. I did a play of the day on it. I know you did too. <laughs> I was a fan of your play. In fact, it would have been my play had you not taken it. Sorry, bud. Uh, keep an eye on the injury news for the NBA. I know Memphis is benching four of their five starters for rest. The Suns are going for the franchise record for single season wins. So it seems like Phoenix is actually kind of motivated for this game. They also get Cam Johnson back and JaVale McGee. So the Suns are getting fully, fully healthy before the playoffs. The Clippers-Milwaukee game's an injury bowl. The Clippers are benching basically everybody, and the Bucks are also benching basically everybody. So if you want to see G League-quality basketball, check out the Clippers-Bucks game. Besides that, not really much else. Does, Fres- for- Does Fresno defense show up again? Uh, the, I, I like Fresno tonight. It was a good win for Coastal against South Alabama in overtime. Yep. I don't mind the under there because it seemed like Fresno finally got their defense back on track. Yep. But I just think the Bulldogs are a better team than the Chanticleers. 
I don't know if they have the better mascot, but I like, think they have the better team. I'll All go right. with Fresno State. Fair enough. I've got I've got Fresno there. There, ride, ride or died with the Bulldogs. I've I've loved that team. Like the under again, really slow, third slowest team in the in the uh, in the in the nation. So, all right, we rumored it. It's time. It's it's Friday. She's ready to go. It's out there in Vegas. Got to remember, it's just after noon in Vegas. So be be nice, everybody. It's the one, the only. It's the plus money, honey. It's Allie Burns, everybody. What's up, Allie? How's it going, guys? We're living the dream, baby. Uh, how's uh, how's how's Vegas out there? It's getting hot. It's definitely getting hot. All the flowers. I have a lemon tree and an orange tree in my backyard, and they're all the flowers are blooming and the bees are buzzing in the backyard. And nice. It's here, man. Scott, do you have an orange tree in your yard? Unfortunately, I do not because it's about thirty something degrees. Yeah, that's, here. that's what it is. I think it's in its forties here. So you would have like a dreamsicle tree. I got like an orange pop tree. I got to tell you, I went that or potatoes. I went to Arizona a couple of years ago for spring training. We stayed in an Airbnb. It had a grapefruit tree in the backyard. It was the fucking best. You get up every morning and have like fat grapefruit. And I was worried about taking them on the ladies. Like, oh no, no, just take it because they grow more. The more you take, the more oh. they grow. So here, take a bag home. So we like like took a bag home of grapefruit. So. There's a yeah, there's a caveat to my my being a bearer of fruit. I am allergic to citrus. So oh my god! I can't eat lemons or oranges, but I can squeeze like if I make a Bloody Mary, I can squeeze lemon into the Bloody Mary and mix it up. It's okay. more like a, a I can't drink lemonade or orange juice, but heartbreaking or eat them. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Get a king reminds <laughs> everybody to hit that like button. We agree. Hit that like button, indeed. Don't forget to check out Allie each and every day at, what do you go, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, right? 1 Eastern, yep. 1 p.m. Eastern, and that is, of course, Morning Wood. And then she does uh, Total Chaos. How many nights a week do you do Total Chaos? Five. Five nights? Monday through Friday. All the weeknights? Yeah. And so Rachelle beat um, You're the Winner last week. You I didn't do well, but I did well enough, I guess. Cam Ross. Yeah, you guys only disagreed on one, and you won that one, so. Yep. What'd you, what did you go, Rochelle? Three and two? I think I went two and three. Two and three? Two and three, yeah. All right, well, luckily. Still over 500. Luck, you know, luckily, overall, but. luckily, Dave and I upheld the honor of winners and winners. We both had winning weeks, so. Great, Great for you guys. <laughs> Who's the new guy? It's, uh, it's, it's Allie Burns. That's not a very nice thing to say about her. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think they're talking it's i've been called worse i've been called worse today so a, a lot has <laughs> so a lot has been made as my of my clean shorn look today it's april 1st that was my that was my drew timmy i lost i lost the bet to my son about who went further and uh, i ended up having to grow the drew timmy stash and that's why that was and then i just kind of got attached to it over the year so i figure out well, i still think it's a prank i think you got like a fake I... mask like prosthetic <laughs> over the beard tomorrow and it'll pull it all off it's... pull it off yeah i think you could do that Rachel. my god what do you shave like six and times a day yeah i could but i'm not going to so Allie, we're coming down to the end of college basketball time to switch over to baseball who do you like who do you love in baseball yeah I, I've got my eye on a couple. I like the White Sox. I like the Blue Jays. I was looking at the actually all my baseball numbers are right here. What do you think of the What do you think of the trade today with the White Sox and the Dodgers? I didn't hear about the trade today. I'm in the middle of a book that I'm really into right now, so I'm kind of being kind of like lazy what, right now. What are you reading? I'm at that point where I don't need to do numbers on a bunch of stuff. Let me just chill for a minute. What are you, what are you reading? Tell, tell us what are you reading? The Shack. The Shack. Yes. What is that about? It's some, it's like one of those life changer books. Like my friend, one of my par ladies, when she was in town, Miss Medic, yeah. she brought, what's up? Nine, or 1777, Duke baby, 1777. Um, 
it's one of those like change your life kind of books, like a conversations with God or something. But right the now secret? I'm in the middle of a child abduction. Huh? Oh, it's like the secret. You'll read the secret. Yeah. Something okay. like that. Right. I have the secret, but I never read it. You're in the middle of a child <laughs> abduction. Did you just take one? Yeah. How many do you need? <laughs> in the book. Oh, like a child okay. is getting abducted. I'm like, I'm like the frick? I did a, not see this coming. That's a weird did non sequitur. I'm in the middle of a child abduction. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, people are watching this, right? I'm um, actually super busy right now, so if we could hurry things along. <laughs> Earl Sportsbet says the win, the Mets win the World Series. They absolutely did in, in 1986. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. That one time. You think the, that one time you, at band camp. You think the Mets? Um, so circled on my things. I was just kind of like doing some basic numbers last week while I was at Caesars Sportsbook. Okay. Was this um, for win totals or just for future odds? For all kinds of different things. Right. I've got win totals. I've got to win the division, to win the pennants. And just what I was kind of looking at was where they were ranked, where they were like ranked in the open, mm -hmm. and where they're ranked now based on what the lines are. And I noticed the Blue Jays were like the fourth team in the AL East. Now they're the number one. Um, the Twins were a three. Now they're a two. Cleveland was a two. Now they're a four. So it's stuff like that that I'm kind of just trying to see who's moving around and how. Um, I know Higgs really likes the the Phillies this year. To do what? <laughs> to win the division. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I have I have like Drunk Alley has a solid twelve future bets out right now on, um, <laughs> Outstanding. on divisions, pennants, and World Series going on. But she was doing her work, so sometimes Drunk Alley will surprise you. Was that um, St. Patty's Day alley doing the research or was that post St. Patty's? No, that was last Wednesday. That I had a free room at the link. Oh, nice. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, me and my man stayed there and then he crashed out and I was like, well, while I'm here, I might as well get every sheet that like the sports book has to offer me since like, when do we ever get to see sheets anymore? Now we're all yeah. online. I right. love sheets. I'm a big note taker. I do a lot of stats. So I take a lot of notes and write a lot of shiz down. I've seen your I've seen your whiteboard that you have going for your contest and stuff. It's a, uh... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Scott, can you even yeah, write I anymore? That way too. <laughs> when I write, I, I don't have great uh, handwriting to be honest, but I can still write. I don't do it often. I'm a Google Doc guy. Yep, I'm, I agree. Do you write in cursive? Can you? Can you uh, no. You cannot. No. You cannot write curse. Can you write I cursive? I can. Why would I want to? Okay. I was just. I was just curious. I, I can't. I can do it. I haven't written in cursive since probably fifth grade. <sighs> like no, there's no. I. I mean, besides when you sign your signature for stuff. No, I. I haven't used cursive in a long time. All right. Very good. Um. All right. So let's uh talk about a little bit of baseball. Of course, we got the final four. I know you're probably excited about that. I know you're. I know you're on Duke. I know you're on Duke. Duke. Is that uh, is that more of a personal decision or is it a handicapper decision or both? Oh, I'm not betting it. I don't want anything to do with that game. I think it goes over. I like the over in it, but I'm just I'm like honestly, I'm just down to like watch some basketball and not be in my phone and trying to hedge in middle and like I'm just I'm just gonna watch the final four. I'm probably not even gonna watch the Villanova Kansas game because I don't really care. Actually, I am. My par lady's coming over to watch it with me. That she would make she me believes that Coach K is on a quest. So she's just I believe watching that from a it's distance. destiny. It's not Coach K. It's just destiny. It's how it works. See, you're on a quest, you know, try to find the Holy Grail. You you try it's you you UK you Duke. You've got the par ladies group going. That's very good. When I was younger, I tried to start the high men, and, and for some reason that just didn't work out. The name just didn't take off. So I don't, I don't understand. Uh, well, you got to find out if it gets passed in the Senate or not. Then maybe you can start it back up again. Right. Um, so do you have you? You're not going to make picks on either one of those games. Okay. All right. 
Well, glad we had you on. I mean, I'll tell you what I think, but I personally am not going to bet. On Tell us what it. you I think. I in play Nova, Kansas. I like Kansas and I like Duke to move through because okay. I think they play yeah. the national championship. And I think Duke and UNC will probably go over. I think there's a good opportunity for an overtime in that game. I don't really know what to think about Nova. Moore is out, right? That's yeah, their that is correct. Is out now. Um I, I just don't like Villanova. I don't, and I don't like, I, I like literally despise both of these teams. So I don't care. <laughs> like, just to be totally honest, I don't care. I want I one of you. Yeah. I, I don't mind Villanova. I find them boring. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they drain and the that's clock. True. I don't they, like, whatever. I don't despise Nova in the way that I inherently hate Bill Self, you know, so. Yeah. I think Jay Wright should be in the NBA. I think he's that good of a coach, but I'm just acknowledging <laughs> that when it comes to watching them play, Villanova is not one of the most entertaining teams in the country. Let's put it that yeah, way. Yeah, but the NBA doesn't play defense. He would have to be on a really young team, like like a Bulls or a Cavs team or something, where like they still play defense. I don't yeah. know how well he would translate. I don't think he'd be a great Lakers coach. No, he would not. Uh, Big X says Tar Heels on the money line. Yep, I don't hate that. I'm I'm kind of on I mean, the other side here. I think any way you bet it, you've got a case for it. That's why it's the final four. You right. know, that's the madness. That's the beauty of it. You can make a case for it. So I'm not telling anybody they're wrong on anything. You can tell me I'm wrong. Go ahead. But I say it's Duke and Kansas. See, uh, we're I'm on the same page as you. All right. Well, I'm. I've got. I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm halfway there with you. I've got. I've got KU, but I also have North Carolina. I just look at the way they. I just look at the way they. Dead to me. The way they took. The way they uh, took care of business against St. Peter's. How could you not be impressed? Well, I mean, it was St. Peter's. So I'm kidding. That. I'm was, kidding. Um, <laughs> that UNC team has really shocked me, though. I mean, I my, my the Duke-UNC thing is a rivalry between me and my stepdad who's passed. Um, I don't hate the Tar Heels. I'm, I don't have that kind of a feeling as a Duke fan. I like the Tar Heels. I like when they're playing well because it makes, you know, Duke and UNC, I want two good teams. So I've been really impressed with the Tar Heels this season. That Brady Manic kid is just out of his mind. And I've always been a leaky black girl, but I really like Brady Manic. Um, good transfer. And whatever happens, happens. You know, whatever happens, happens. I'm just going to let it happen. I'm going to be at a bar for a birthday party during that game. Very good. Uh, I like uh, Tim Earl says he like as the over 151. Yeah, I think that's possible. I think one of these teams puts up 80, if not both. I think they were saying the last three out of the last four times they played, Duke has hit 78 points. I think that was like on the dot is what they were saying. And we know the pace is going to be up there. So that helps. Well, and this is like this is definitely revenge spot. You know, this is they beat UNC, beat Duke on Coach K's last home game, and and it was embarrassing. And that was an emotional time for those Duke kids. I did not think Duke was going to win that game. Um, so it is a bit of a revenge spot for those Blue Devils. Yep. Uh, Zach says that uh, he would have made a bunch of money on Reichel to have bad handwriting in Vegas. I've never seen. For it. the record, it's illegible. You can read it. I'm not a doctor. Like you can actually read what I'm what writing, you, but it's not pretty. That means it's legible. It's legible. It yeah. doesn't work the same way as flammable and inflammable. They're not interchangeable. What I said. You said illegible. I said legible. Allie. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> it is legible. Wow. Okay. You guys you need to get some there. of these. Okay. Me and Lenny okay. have these. That's a nice prop, though. I respect that. Zach, yeah. Zach says we you, you, you can that. read it, but it's not pretty. Zach says we got to talk to Chris King because there's overlap. Well, for starters, Chris has taken, what, two-game parlays, four-game parlays, and a six-game parlay. Uh, we're trying to talk about every game that anybody else is about, and there's like nine games. So, yeah, there's going to be overlap. Hopefully, 
as baseball gets started, we'll have less overlap. But you know, if I think it ke- he means overlap is in his show is going over the hour. I, I that's what he's trying to say. Don't think that is correct. I think he means. I'm this, not sure. I think he means the you same time wise. Do you mean picks? I think he means the same, the same. Game. I think he means the same content. So, um, Al, you got any thoughts on Coastal Carolina tonight going up against Fresno State? I like Fresno. I took Fresno first half. I know Le- Lenny likes Coastal plus the three. I didn't bet on that. I'm going to just look for an in-play there. Um, I have three hockey plays tonight, and I have a Japanese baseball play tonight. That's what I'm on. Um, <laughs> well, please share. Oh, my bad. My bad. Sorry, Zach. Uh, Rochelle was correct. Tip, tip of the cap to you, sir. All right, so you got uh, three... NHL plays. What you got? Yeah, so I tailed Lenny's wife on the Red Wings money line, minus 117. I tailed Lenny on Golden Knights in regulation. And I'm this guy, Sean Austin, who a lot of people in the chat know him. He's one of our old school morning woodies. He's found this hockey trend that he's really into, and it's been cashing. So I just keep taking it. And I'm a huge I never lay points, like lay a run and a half or a goal and a half. Baseball is really more my thing with it, but I don't like doing it. But that happens to be his trend and it's cashing. So the trend today is the lightning on the puck line. So I've got that. And then uh, my friend Rickett gave me Tokyo Yakult Swallows in Japanese baseball minus 139. The Swallows are getting it done tonight. Nice. Yeah. Going up so against the Hiroshima Spitters. I'm kind of off right now. That's the beauty of having morning wood is I have a ton of really good handicappers at my disposal. And some days you can just tail along and read your shack book in bed. Seriously, yeah. I'm getting I'm getting all the softballs here. Do I have to let them all go by? It's <laughs> we've got morning wood. We've got the swallows. All right. Be a, be an adult. Be a fucking adult. All right. I'm fine. I'm we used to now. have a show called Almost Adulting. You would have been great on it. Oh, it's yeah. Basically, me and Lenny just getting tanked all night and take, talking shit. To take the take the under for me as far as almost adulting. <laughs> take the under. Uh, Chris King says it ended like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, I'm going to definitely talk to that fucker. Yeah, that's... What are you doing, buddy? We, we were paranoid because we were running up against uh, Tim and Nick and, and Lenny by like three minutes. And we're all fucking paranoid. We're like, we got to go. We got to go. We're three minutes over. And Chris is like, well, fuck them, it'll be fine. I'm going a half an hour over. They're fine. They don't even do anything to bet the farm. Okay. Is that your Chris impression? That's my Chris impression. I'm going to work on it. I got I got a whole weekend to work right. on it. In other news, by the way, Mark is a big fan of the Globetrotters today. I don't know what you're lying, but I like it too. Not, uh, besides that. Uh, I yeah. like the money line. I'm not going to lie. I took women money line, but I don't like it. Like I took Stanford women minus one and a half, but I don't like it because the whole way I bet I should have got on UConn plus money and flipped it over at some point. So well, I UConn has an injury. It. So they're going to be missing one yeah. of their players. It was a line move them. play that it went from a pick them to a minus one and a yeah. half. And so I just, I went with the line and uh, p- people in the chat were into it too. So I am on the Stanford women minus one and a half. I, I, I personally like Stanford tonight as well. Okay, good. That makes me feel better then. Okay. It's just hard to go against UConn for me, I guess. But the injury is something. that. I mean, yeah, that well, also it's worth mentioning that if people think it's difficult to go against UConn, they also haven't won a title in like five, in six years, years. And nobody's realized because they're used to them winning every year. Well, they've been to the, been they've been to the final four 14 years in a row. So I was going to say, it's been a bit of a dry spell for Oriyama recently. Yeah, what a nightmare. I would hate to root what a for nightmare, but the I would hate to root for a team that's only made 14 paranoid. straight final fours. They look at UConn right. get paranoid going, oh my gosh, I can't. They win every year. They really haven't. Uh, they haven't won since like the last World Cup. It's been a while. <laughs> yeah, but they've had a decent year. I've been cashing on UConn throughout the season, so it's not necessarily about that. It's just about this. 
Oh, they make the final four every year, or like the Elite yeah. Eight. The point. I just think that I think South Carolina is going to win the whole thing. I thought that going in, I thought they were the best yeah, team. But Stanford has the depth, and UConn with the injury. And truth is, they kind of needed—I don't want to say a miracle—but they were in a war and a half against NC State last round that went to double overtime. I think Stanford's the better team. Y'all hooked up there, Ali? Uh huh. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, I'll sit here and paint my nails through the whole damn show. Don't I'm I, I'm very sorry that on my show all the time. Well, see, Max Wagers Network has just one makeup person, and Scott and I pretty much uh, we we monopolize their time. So we I'm take so, up all their time. I'm sorry that there's none left for you. It's you, you and you and you and Lenny are just right out there. I mean, come on. Uh, don't don't tell Chris I ratted him out. <laughs> he was nice to me today. Well, that's gonna fucking stop once we start mentioning <laughs> Zach Vaughn was on your shit today, Chris. No, we'll just. You guys don't. Um, you're not back to back with Lenny and the Twins. Game time doesn't start till five. No, but we've no. been doing we've been doing double headers. We did our baseball previews and then we did uh, our wrestling preview yesterday uh, before their show. So, oh, so that's what we had to make sure I we had. Told you to text me and remind me about that. About all about our wrestling show. Yeah, because I'm sure the morning Woodies will be into it. We bet on all kinds of stuff. We bet on darts and snooker and you name it. We're betting. I do on like Japanese snooker. baseball. You like snooker, snooker doodles though? Delicious. Snickerdoodles. That's You're snooker. off I'm today. joking. You're I was off. making a pun. I was making a pun. Come on. Snookerdoodles. I, I know what snooker is. I was making a pun. Come on. Have you ever played snooker? I remember my um, my ex husband playing pool with him. He was he's English. He was he still is English, but he was English then also. But yeah, we were playing pool, and he was like using snooker rules, and I called him a cheater. And then when I moved to England and played snooker, I was like, oh, so it's different then. I think you okay. told that whole story so you could flex about moving to England. <laughs> I didn't. I, I, he's on my mind because he texted me this morning to tell me that England and USA are in the same group. And so, they are. I think they're both going to advance. I hope they do. Uh, somebody asked about LeBron playing the night. Yes, LeBron looks like he has been he's been upgraded to questionable. So I believe he tweeted he will. that his season was over. I'll see you in the fall, but it's an April Fool's joke, so don't fall for it. Michael Dose says the wrestling show was great. We had fun. It was probably the most fun show that we've done all week. Um, as far as just to stay from having a blast, I don't know how much you learned. Um, we, we you learned that we liked yeah. a lot of favorites, but oh, I you think my favorite you, part though. We actually like some dogs though. We didn't. We didn't yeah, it was a dogs, yeah. The, uh, if you, I'll tell you what you did learn, you learned a lot about wrestling in the '80s and obscure people that no one remembered but Chris. I think my I think my favorite moment was when you asked us at the way end if we were going to watch the pre the the pay per view, and I just said absolutely not, and we just moved on. Just absolutely not. I spent like an hour talking about my thoughts on the card. You going to watch it? No, absolutely not. But you know, I'm rooting for you. Ali, you watch wrestling? You going to watch any WrestleMania this weekend? Um, I'm not going to watch any this weekend. Growing up, I definitely did. Um, one of my girlfriend's uncles is was ravishing Rick Rude. Now, um, you have a favorite wrestler growing up? I always like Macho Man Randy Savage. That's my favorite. That's Is my it? Favorite. I really, yeah. I always liked him. Mm -hmm. Very good. Um, <laughs> That's outstanding. Can I plug something really quick, though? Yes. I want to uh, remind everyone, on the Morning Wood Show, we have a Facebook group. I'm going to drop it into the comments right now. We're starting our new contest today. It's a month-long contest, and it starts today. It's called the Handicapitan. And basically, you're going to give us two picks every day. For a month, the winner gets 250 bucks, second gets 100, third gets 50. Um, at the end of every seven days, there's a cut. If you're not 500 or above, you get cut. It just ended yesterday, and the new one starts today. So um, I just popped it into the chat. If you guys want to click on that link, 
if you want to sign up and get in the contest, the morning Woody handy copy time. There it is right there. That's a, and I had, I had a long conversation yesterday about our much rumored contest that we're going to be doing. I, I have, I have unofficial approval and we're going to get started with something and then we might expand it and make it even better. So hopefully, hopefully we'll be getting that fired up here before. I am the queen of contests. If you need any help, just let me know. Uh, I kind of designed it after yours a little bit. It's kind of a, uh, it's, it's kind of a uh, last person standing kind of thing. And just, we tweaked a little bit, but uh, it's, it's a very similar setup to what you have. And I think it'll be fun. It's a a steam survivor contest. It's a steam survivor contest. That's right. So don't get steam rolled. I just made that. That's outstanding. That's outstanding for the both of you. All right, Allie, what's your, uh, before we let you go, give us your favorite play tonight. You got anything in the NBA? I know you're, you're not a big NBA person. Do you? What's your What's your favorite play? Any sport? Y'all about the Timberwolves. I had my eye on the Timberwolves, and I told myself I was going to do some work on them, and then I didn't. So, um, I was kind of looking at them. Reading that book, I, nerd. Um, it's, it's a really <laughs> tough call because Minnesota's been awful lately. But you look at the schedule: played Dallas twice, played Phoenix, played Boston, played Toronto. They've had a gauntlet. Like it, it's been tough. Denver's been good lately. But they played Oklahoma City, they played Charlotte, they played Indiana. I don't really know what you can take away from those three. Charlotte's okay, but the other two are terrible. It's basically a playoff game for both teams. They both could really use the win here. I see the totals at around 242. Six-point line move before the buyback. Yeah, I was looking at the side because of that line movement, but go ahead. I was going to say, at this point, I kind of like the under. I think it's a decent buyback spot. I get that Denver had the high-scoring game against Indiana. Indiana doesn't guard anybody, so I'm kind of tossing that out. The other con- the other games were a bit low-scoring. Minnesota offensively, though, has really not been great lately, so I do think that you're kind of daring Minnesota to get into the high or mid-120s. I'm not sure they're going to do that, but we saw with the Bucks and Nets game yesterday. It was a playoff atmosphere. The refs let them play a little bit, and the game went under with overtime. I think the total's right. too high. I yeah. kind of like the under. Uh, Mark actually mentioned that two of those teams you mentioned are, are losing on purpose. That's absolutely correct. So That's the point. So Denver's won three in a row, but that means absolutely nothing to me. Correct. Correct. Right. I, I, having said that, I like Denver in this spot. I, I do like okay. laying that short number. It was just that line move from a four to a two and a half. I was like, that's a pretty big jump mm-hmm. for only 58% of the money. Yeah. But with that total, you're right. Like when I in play, I've told y'all, I, if it's 233 and it gets to a 243 in play, I'll take it. 10 is my number. And it's already done that, almost already done that without yeah. the game even starting. All so. right. All I know is that with a total over 240, 60 points per quarter is not even enough for you. You need more than that. And yeah. with this game mattering so much, I do expect the fourth quarter to be more of a half-court grind. But if you get 55 in a quarter, or like even 52, you're basically dead. So I'm looking at the under. Okay, right. very good. Okay. All right, Allie, what do you want to plug before we go? Where can we see you? Where can we find you? Where can we tweet at you? What's going on? Tweet me at Plus Money Honey. Find me Monday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern on the Max Wagers Network for Morningwood. Um, it's a whole show that's just a contest. It's a contest show is what it is. Um, and then Total Chaos, Monday through Friday, um, all different kinds of sports. Two, three cappers on you guys if it's going over or under the total. Just like and subscribe. Ring that freaking bell. Hit all notifications. And then every time we pop up, your phone's going to let you know. I mean, that's the easy, you hit the easy button. There you go. What she yeah. said. And uh, of course, 
She's always here on the Friday afternoons as we wrap up the week. We couldn't do it with a finer person. I know it's always fun to have you on the show. It's always fun to be on your show. You can check Scott and I and usually Chris out on Tuesday nights on uh, on the uh, on the little uh, Total Chaos show with Allie. I'm going to have so. one of y'all pop into uh, to Morningwood, too, or both of you. You could do it on separate days, but that way the Morning Woodies can get to know you guys, too, and they'll start moving on. There's a lot of Woodies in this chat. Yeah, excellent. A lot of, lot of we, we don't have a name for our people yet, Scott. I don't know if we need, but we should consider looking into it. Okay, I'll put you on that this weekend. You got a little window assignment. Well, thank you. That's that's my assignment for the week. The window panes, nice. The <laughs> window washers. Ask the chat what they want to be called. <laughs> winners. That. That's what they want to be called is winners. Yeah. All right, Allie. Winners. Can we say that? We're, we're going to let you go. We know you got to get back to that book and check out what happens to the love shack. Um, so enjoy enjoy the child kidnapping part. I hope that all works out well for you. I'll let you know. Hope okay. it works out well for the little kid. We're called the Degenerate, says Brandon Kubos. <laughs> We've already got a name. It's the d That's already something. Fair enough. All right. Have a great weekend plus money, honey. We'll uh, see you on Thanks, Tuesday. Guys. Thanks for stopping by. Bye, y'all. All right. There she goes, everybody. Tally Burns right there. I like her. She's fun. She's fun. Knows her I'm, stuff I'm too. I'm in for the Scott Squad. The Scott Squad. The names. I'm in for Scott Squad. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. The leader all. in the clubhouse right now. All right, my friend. Well, let's uh, let's get to it. Is uh, it's Friday. It's time to wrap it up, and it's time to get a win this week, Scott. We got to do it, buddy. And this is a, a high pressure environment, high leverage, as they say in Major League Baseball. So let's uh, let's let's uh, let's do that thing, my friend. Now I know you did not bring yours with you. So I'm kind of disappointed, Scott. You didn't. I think it's a good thing, to be honest. We've lost three in a row. We're going to test some things out. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. So let's find out. On the Friday edition, kids, it's time to uh, put those overalls on. Put that straw hat on. Well, at least one of us will. Climb aboard your John Deere. Fire that bad boy up because it's Friday. It's time to bet the farm. And, of course, our... Uh, Bet the Farm plays wouldn't be Bet the Farm if we didn't have what? Our Bet the Farm hats on, official farms hats provided by John Deere. No, they're not. They're provided by us. But, uh, yeah, there we go. Oh, Jimmy Hendrix stopping by. All right, Scott, I know we have a Bet the Farm play for today. It's got to be a good one. I know you saved the best for the end. Back to your day. You and I have been. You and I have been cold. So thought, is it your day or my day? Or sorry, it's my day. My day. My day. So yeah, that's right. My day. Is it to me when it's your turn? That's correct. So it's been a uh, it's been a challenging week as we've each lost uh, two. So it's time to get it back together. And we've got cooked up for you guys today. It is a hockey play, kids, and it's one that uh, that Allie mentioned. I think you, Scott and I both kind of chuckled when that happened. It yeah. is the Golden Knights to win in regulation and that is minus 105 now there are some reasons and here comes the list vegas has won each of the first three meetings in this series in regulation uh they've also outscored their opponents 14 to 5 in the last three games playing uh, finally playing good goal uh seattle they have lost 19 of their first 33 home games in regulation and finally Kraken, they're two and twelve in their last fourteen games as a home underdog. So, if you're wondering uh, what exactly happened the uh, the last time these two teams played, I will uh, I will show you uh, the highlights. I'll show you the best shot that the Kraken took all night long. Everybody's looking on now. First part, Polisar trying to get that left 
Left hand in there, trying to get the sweater, trying to get a little leverage. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. All right, here we go. Best shot of the Kraken of the night. Boom. There it was. Right there, buddy. You know why that was the best shot? Because they didn't score a goal. They didn't score a goal. They're absolutely shut out. So enjoy that play, guys. Let's go make some money tonight. We're going to take the Vegas Golden Knights on the uh, win in regulation at minus 105. And that's going to do it for the farm. That's going to do it for this week. Of course, of course, stay tuned for NASCAR. That's right. You don't want to hear about how Scott did last week. He did pretty well. Spoiler alert. So, yeah, stay tuned for us, for Chris King, doing the NASCAR show immediately following this. We'll have it up in about probably seven or eight minutes. Until then, you guys have a great day. If you can't stop by the NASCAR show, we get it. Have a great weekend. Hope you uh, have very great success with your NBA plays, with your NHL plays, and, of course, with the Final Four action. We'll be back here to handicap the uh, national championship game on Monday. So, uh, yeah, you guys, uh, thanks for stopping by. Don't forget to like and subscribe, of course. Have a great day, great weekend. Enjoy the beautiful weather for a lot of you. And we'll see you back here on Monday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, as we do our best to help you head back to the window.